everyone, welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Paolo. I'm Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Paolo has a performer. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Tom's <laughs> a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional. What? Professional. Professional. Professional review on <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race, Man, season four. This is the most messed up intro ever. Tom, you're drunk. I've had one set. Tom, well, so you, let's raise a glass or a bottle and start spilling the GT podcast. Clink, clink. Did we just swap? We swap. We just everyone. Somebody had to take control there because <laughs> you are you are wild right now. Everyone, walk it. Everyone, I just you're new. I want you to know that this is not like us. We are always on to it. We're always professional, like Naomi Carter. Graceful, delicate. delicate. She had to go. Everyone, so um, welcome to Canada Drag Race, and this is the podcast, the only podcast that you should be listening to. Don't ask me, ask Envy, ask ask Amanda. Oh, who... yeah, we've been, people have been sending their lovely Spotify raps to us, and we mentioned a lot yesterday, but also shout out to Ingve, I am pronouncing his name correctly, and Amanda, who are really long-time listeners, actually been with us for a long time. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Thank you so much. If you don't know how it goes, we mm. always watch RuPaul's Drag Race and we podcast. But what we do that is our our superpower mm. is that we watch it once. And we don't watch it all at the same time. We watch it in segments. So we watch a bit and then we podcast and we talk about what we see, what we think and what we feel. Mm. And we continue. And we, we usually get the podcasts out immediately. I want to say that we are one of the first podcasts. They do come out. Because we were the first ever podcast on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> the reason is, and the reason is, and I'm only going to say it this time, is because we don't like other people's opinions infiltrating into our minds and changing what we think and oh God, feel. We're just very we suggestible. Want it, we want it to be authentic. We want it to be real. And we want it to be professional. 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 That's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. Um, but no, we like to keep it fresh. We like to keep it kind of off the cuff. Yeah. Um, and we, we like to obviously come up with our own judgments uh, before we see the other judges, Brooklyn et al. and their judgments. Yeah. Um, Tom's a psychiatrist. As you know from the intro, I'm also a performer, mm-hmm. uh, a background with, you know, teaching performance. Oh. And so what we do is we combine these these skills that we have mm. and we just mesh it together but we and we use it to kind of podcast and that's kind of how we see the show but first and foremost it is out of respect and love for these amazing contentants and contestants and also <laughs> um we're just super fans of the show and we, we adore these it. queens we adore this show um and we're just here to show our appreciation and we adore each other um meh <laughs> oh, we do. It's all bants, isn't it? It's yeah, all yeah. Bants. Oh, come on, look at us bants. Oh, queens. it's bants, mate. Yeah. Total yeah. bants. It's all bants, bruv. It's all bants, bruv. Yeah. Um, episode, th- episode three, season four. Loving the cast. Yeah, they're a fab cast. Now we get to just focus on this. We, you know, if you're not listening um, to the previous, we just finished and finalised the UK with Crown Ginger Johnson. Oh, yeah. Great cast. Great season. So good. Love it feel like that was like a real high like and, and it's such a fantastic finale as well mm. like it, it's up there in terms of drag race uk seasons it's very very good season any perhaps canadian listeners out there who haven't checked out uk season five highly recommend it if you can absolutely agree with that our focus is now on these beautiful talented queens of canada oh, season yes. for tom we're on episode three mm-hmm. now I want you to tell me the power ranking. 
what is the power ranking? And then also, after you tell me that, who is winning season four? Oh, wowzers. What big questions. So we've got two winners so far. We've got Venus and Kit and Caboodle. Um, Honourable mention to Denim because she was in a top two lip sync spot, wasn't she? With, uh, with Venus in the first episode. Um, didn't have any bottoms in the first episode really but in the in this episode we had a girlfriend experience who was rescued via the miracle of the golden beaver golden beaver golden beaver um by kit and caboodle uh and then the bottom two were luna who sent home sissy superstar and who can forget don't um, say it well she has been milking it for all it's worth it's in my brain now oh. have you heard the single Yes, because you forced me to listen to it. <laughs> you play, you're like, yeah, you're like, hey, let's listen to it. And I was like, no, 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 I'm okay. And then you just push play. If and anybody like, okay, out there is curious to it. about CC Superstars um, artistry, uh, check out um, Daddle Do Bitch, uh, available on Spotify. It's a masterpiece of um, sort of gothic synth pop. Um, <laughs> it's worth checking out. She is taking Daddle Do to the bank. I mean, Tom, mm. my question was, what is the power ranking? Well, really, you know, our, 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 our top girls really are um, Kitten and Venus. These mm-hmm. are our front runners with a win each. If you had to choose a winner, mm-hmm. and I want you to don't go by data, which I know that you love. Mm-hmm. I want you to listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to win the season? Who do I want? Yeah. Or do I think well? Well, who do you think? Both. Both. Who's who's gonna win the season? I got. I know who I want, and I want. And three, two, one. Let's just say that now. Uh-huh. Okay. It will change every week. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so early days, oh, it will. It and will. we're yet to, you know, we're yet to find out more about the girls. We're yet to mm-hmm. find out what their strengths are. But in this moment, right now, who is your front runner? Have you got your name? Yeah, I have. Okay. It, it, this, this is who I want, and who is in my heart. Yes. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Aurora, Aurora oh my god uh, yeah everyone i want you to know that this is this is completely new information to me we have not rehearsed this <laughs> not why are you choosing aurora there's just something really special about her and i just know that she's gonna rise to a lot of challenges i'm already impressed by yes mm. as am i mm. there's something about aurora that i love mm. and i i just love her entrance outfit just gave me it just i just love the whole first of all i'm a huge fan of fighting fighting games oh yeah yeah she could fit and, right in uh, and i'm a huge fan of those kung fu movies i love mulan and i just and she, when she walked in she was serving all of this and it yeah. just really appealed to that little that little kin of me that really loved chung li and like you know like when you grow up and you love first of all, every gay does this whenever you were young and you had to act straight or whatever with your cousins or your brothers and you mm-hmm. hit the fighting game we all chose Chung Lee uh, don't, don't, don't try this or is we chose fact. Ling Xiaoyu we ch- that's who we chose mm-hmm. this- we chose Chung Lee or Ling Xiaoyu I taken. remember on uh, Dracula season 2 mm-hmm. um, Bitch Pudding gave a really good like uh, sense of connection with that because she's a bit of a video game vixen loves doing kind of like she's done Kami she's done lots of lots of kind of video game vixen characters and she just gave this really good sense that like i went to school and the the big butch guys were the ones who bullied me and i really loved coming home playing on mortal kombat street fighter tekken and connecting with these strong femme characters chun li katana 
uh, Ling Zhao Oh, Yu, Katana is Nina absolutely Williams, up there. Melina, Kami. Oh, Melina. Yes. Um, or Sonya Blade, whoever it is. Lily for me in tech as well. But like these amazing like femme characters who are just kicking the asses of these big butch guys. And so many little gay boys connect with that, I think. It was our way mm-hmm. of fighting back. Yeah. In a safe environment. Yeah. Without actually hurting ourselves. It was our way of really shutting up the guys. Is, you know, maybe physically we aren't capable, but mm-hmm. but bring it on. I mean, if you do not try it mm-hmm. with me on Tekken. Uh, mm, I can beat you with Lily. Tom. I can. Tom. I can and you're not letting me. When? Yeah. No, you're not. you can't. Not. No. Well, Street Fighter. Tom, even Street Fighter. I love poison on Street Fighter. I mean, we're going to get the new Street Fighter. It's our Christmas treat. Anyway, um, what, what anyway, are you talking about? This is Drag about Race. Thank Aurora you very much. gives off video game vixen vibes, doesn't yeah. she, is what we're saying. And um, we just love these references to her culture. And she's bringing it on the runway every week. But she's just, it feels like she can kind of do it all from what mm-hmm. we've seen so far. Now, give me your number two name. Have you got it? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Three, two, one. Kitten Caboodle. Tom, <laughs> stop it. You need to stop. That was kind of obvious because we love a veteran. Exactly. A camp entertaining veteran and she really served last week. Do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push it and I'm going to ask for your number three. Okay? No, surely there's going to be different because we are. We, everyone, I want you to know that we're very different people and I'm very surprised that we, we often have different tastes. But I, I have got a number three yeah. now. We've got different tastes. Tom okay. doesn't have any. That's a difference. Okay. <laughs> um, three, two, one. Venus. Amy on say. Oh, there it is. So I'm going to say with Venus, I had a complete about turn with her last episode. So in the first episode, I did think the judges... Um, kind of hyped her up in a way that I felt was a bit forced, even though she's gorgeous. But then last episode, it was just like, oh, okay, well, I get it. She removed all doubt for me. I can see why mm. Venus would have been a name up there for me. For mm-hmm. Another name I would have put up just from episode one is Kiki. I felt like they were really mean to Kiki for what oh, they did to her. I'm still, do you know what? I'm waiting for the sewing challenge because yeah. Kiki's going to demolish everyone. So Kiki would have been another, if I said she's a number four, maybe it would be Kiki mm-hmm. would be up there and also maybe Venus. Um, mm. But that's it. Tom, we've had enough of a Kiki. Let's have a little bit of watch of the first part. Our lovely queens have returned to the workroom after that very traumatic experience of the Mexi stage oh. and its trauma. Category is trauma. trauma They've come back mama. in, but we'll just say goodbye to Dad'll Do. Um, <laughs> that shall C- be known. Superstar. CC Superstar. Dad'll Do, bitch. And I, I have not changed my mind from last week. Um, CC, in my opinion, which should be... Um, Gospel, fact. Yeah. Truth to power. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that, thank you very much. Mm. Um, is CC won that lip sync. I she absolutely agree. did. She won that lip sync. Mm. Um, but they had saved Luna. And I want to just say that I love Amy Onty in this moment because she said that without saying it. She mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. She did. She was basically like, yeah, um, uh, you know what, you... CC was really serving. She really serving. Mm. And th- there's a... You know, it's quite tactful in saying that because it's it is saying, yeah. Oh, I'm surprised you won because actually Cece was really giving it, and in the confessionals she did say a bit more. But in the moment, I'm so happy that Amy Yonce had said that. Um, maybe this is the fire that Luna needs to continue. Yeah, because 
we are excited to see more from Luna and we're happy she's still in the competition. It's just it was an interesting choice of song and we just saw CC connect with it a lot more. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. No, Clearly not in the no. room. I want to say that also I really love the fact that, you know, Venus had that very high fashion Schiaparelli. Um, uh, oh, it was very Richard Quinn. Richard Quinn. Uh, it was very Meza Magella. She had that amazing look last week and there was mm. something that I really appreciated because this bitch is the one drag mm. is that she still had a face on she had the yes. brows done she, with the stoning she had the stoning in the eyes she had the makeup on she didn't on. need to do that she didn't need to do actually she didn't need to do that she but didn't put that, a silky nutmeg exactly <laughs> i was going to say that she did not put a silky nutmeg with that damn fly outfit coming in i mean it was just i love it venus <laughs> i love the fact that you did that that is commitment to the craft mm. i mean that would yeah i i I, I bow down to you for that commitment. It's, it's attention to detail that's a sign of a fab drag queen, I think. There's a conversation about the Gordon Beaver that, you know, that oh. is taking, because we only found out about that at the end of the last episode last um, last week, and we didn't really go into it, but now is our chance to really talk about what we think about the Golden Beaver. I, uh-huh. I do appreciate that it's there. It does take the onus off the judges, and it puts, on, puts it on the pairs. There's one thing that I like about this. A, there's so much that we don't see. Yes, yes. That the girls do. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls see so much more. Everyone, this is what, an hour show. And can you imagine how many hours and hours and days of filming that they have? The way that they can manipulate mm. every situation mm-hmm. and the way they can splice conversations um, and manipulate and kind of fabricate things. When you when the decision comes down to the queens, mm-hmm. there's a truth and an honesty in it. Well, there can be a truth yeah. and there can be an honesty in the way that they go about it because they know more, they see more. And in a situation that I do want to take us back to, to kind of, you know, illustrate this point, mm-hmm. is the only one who voted for Shangela was Thorgy Thor. I know. And that's who sent and her all home. And all-stars. Exactly. Ugh, Jesus. Gross. Gross. Exactly. Everyone, I want you to realize that the only person that voted for Shangela was Thorgy. Mm. She's a loose cannon. And so they, I love we're so sitting much. back going, hold on. I think everyone thought that Shangela would have been chosen, but there must be so much going on behind the scenes. I'll tell you this right now. If I had... It was all that Diana's Targaryen stuff she was doing, Queen she of was, the Dragons. She was milking That's what alienated people, I think. Just go, and also, if I had the opportunity to set things straight... Georges would have been, would have gone home much earlier. <laughs> she would have she, without awareness. Like you well. you start to see who was being blessed and highly favoured in the cast. <laughs> Georges being one of them. Who's Ellie Diamond in UK? She was Ellie's another an one who was being saved one. time and she time again. Got given a few instances of grace and favour late, later on in the season. Can you think of any other queens who were just? saved time and time again there are probably plenty they're they're kind of escaping me at the moment well i mean we always go back to season one i mean rebecca glasscock yeah um was 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 given a lot of favor in season one absolutely much to chanel chagrin would you say crystal method um rue loved crystal method I really enjoyed what she put out to the world. But like, for example, in the... Madonna uh, challenge? Which one? Yeah, she was high for that, which was unusual because I felt like there were so many other strong performances. Jada, for for one. Why was Jada safe? Given that 
erotic performance. I mean, she was a sex. <laughs> on legs. Exactly that. Um, what was Crystal's win again? Oh, she got the win for the little um, monologue challenge. Um, I'm sure I remember thinking that should have gone to Jackie Cox. What I'm what I'm saying is that there is so much more that we don't see. So when mm. we, we get to see the power going back to some of the cast, it's mm. interesting because I bet you a lot of the times we don't understand why they make these decisions, but I'm so sure there's a reason. It's a glimpse so- into the dynamics. And so it, I think hopefully it'll put more of an onus on the producers to be more honest about the, they need to, they need to tell us the story of why these relationships are playing out. That's on the producers. Absolutely. Yeah, the editors. I mean, also, there's another way of going about it. They can just be strategic. But I, I do like the moments where they do something so far, out, you know, so out of the out of out of field that we're just mm. like, what, what, how, how, and we only find out like later when they have their interviews. They're like, oh, this is why we did this and this and that and that. What, uh, what I sense you're getting at, if I may, is um, kitten saving gfx girlfriend experience because we had not necessarily seen that relationship play out but she says that she felt that she had not connected as much with luna and that she felt that um gfx needed more grace in that moment i'd have loved to have seen a bit more of interaction between them to understand why that was the case Mm. that's obviously not on kitten that's on the producers and the editors and then i think alliances are going to be a a big part of this if they want to move forward on that part because obviously you would save your friends from lip syncing you would you would 100 or or another way is that you would save someone for example, if someone strong was in the bottom, you would save them in the hopes that they would save you because you know that they're going to have the opportunity an to say to Exactly. You. So there's there's so many ways of going about it. And I think this is a very clever tool that the Canada has done. Can I just ask something? Obviously, I do have mixed emotions about it because I think it's going to create great TV. But like all stars, it puts the queens in the firing line when it comes to horrible reactions from so-called fans, which I do resent. Yeah. I, I think these aren't all-stars girls even. Like, they're on their first run on the show. It's their first exposure to this kind of attention on social media. I, I don't think it's kind to do this to them. Tom, we're on season 78 of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> probably is like that now. They need to do something like this to keep it interesting. And I think that's the reality of it. It's Question. becoming a bit too predictable. I, I do get what you mean. It is nice to shake up the format. But what's going to happen with those Grassadea flowers they were given? Are they just, are we forgetting about those? Or is it something like, so there were three girls, Venus, Denim, and it was Amy? Amy Anza, yes. Is that going to be like a get out of jail free card for them at some point? I don't know. It's it's yet to be. Um, unveiled. Unveiled. Oh. There's there's more, Tom. Mm. What meets the eye. We're only getting like half a story. Mm. Half a story. The mini challenge is an improv moment, and I think we can we don't usually talk about it, but there is some interesting plays going on here. It's improv. I'm a bit sad and disappointed in some of the queens, and not. It's like you're allowed to go on there and struggle and try your best and, and you know what and if you fail you fail but you mm, tried mm. but I've just I've just seen two queens do this challenge and really just not not I'm gonna be honest not give a fuck okay I get where you're coming from okay I, I think we're probably talking about GFX and denim yeah right so um have you seen the show? It's it's a tricky one, isn't it? But there's something in GFX that I think we're yet to explore where when confronted with a challenge that she doesn't connect with, 
it feels a bit like she'd rather opped out rather than um then look ugly yeah something like that. that that's what i was getting something about maintaining control of a situation where you don't feel you're in control i suspect um and who knows how that relates to her past experiences i do not know but i, I think it's something like that it's it's like i'd rather look like i'm not trying therefore it's my choice than look like i'm trying and failing which looks pathetic or something yeah bag of chips had a same similar attitude at times yeah I do want to say that when I was teaching, I remember when I used to teach dance, there were certain people where I would teach choreography. And when I used to teach a different genre or do do a new move, mm-hmm. they would just be like, oh, I can't do it. Or they'll just not mm. even try. For example, they'll do the move, but they'll do it like without trying, without giving, without putting in 100% mm. effort that way. When they don't do the move, for example, if I'm teaching them to an aerial, mm. when they don't do it, it's not because they can't, it's because they didn't want to and they didn't try because yeah. rather they failed when not giving 100% yeah. than for them to fail when giving 100%. And those kind of students used to piss me off. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. They used to piss me off. I was, mm. It's like, they're too cool. They're too cool mm. to do the move. And it's like, Let's when you're a dancer and you're going to a choreographer, you are a muse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're supposed to come to me with all the training and there's a choreography and you have to uh, you have to put yourself into my choreography. Mm-hmm. You are a blank canvas and I am painting you. And that's that's kind of what you need to do when you're going for auditions is that you need to have done all of the hard work, all the training, all the conditioning, all the flexibility work, all of that, all, all, all of the skill stuff so that when you go to an audition, everything they give you, you can do it and you can do it better. Is it something about commitment? Is uh, that what you're looking for? Well, I think every dancer needs to be committed, but it's mm. also having the preparation. It's mm. the preparation that you can tell who's done the homework and who really wants it. And I, so, I, yeah, and I, so, I get like, where you're coming from. RuPaul's Drag Race and improvs is not a new. It's not a new thing. I mean, the snatch game comes up. If you're struggling here, girl. I, I just Girl. yeah i just think it must be something like we mentioned it's something about feeling a bit more in control of a situation where you feel more out of control which makes me feel for her um i guess like denim really struggles as well but like there's something with denim where she um i i think it's really genuinely difficult for her to be uh spontaneous and i have actually read and i i don't think she's spoken about it yet on the show but i'm guessing she will i believe she's on the autistic spectrum um which is something that i read in an interview or read it or something if i'm wrong i'm really really sorry but i do believe i read that which really could explain her difficulties with spontaneity and certain aspects of social interaction um in which case, there are several aspects of Drag Race that really will be a challenge. Hmm. I mean, obviously, she's so, like, amazingly visually talented and creative. Um, but, yeah, people who are on the autistic spectrum, yeah, there are aspects I mean, of social interaction that, that are really tricky. I've got two minds about that. My first mind is, then why did you come to the show? But then my second part mm. of me is saying that, amazing for you mm-hmm. to come onto the show and really push that. We've really pushed that boundary. That's what I think. Of what I th- it is. I, so, I would uh, think this- that she's here to really challenge herself and to really try and actually to show, you know, all different aspects of her personality. She's not defined yeah. by any neurodevelopmental uh, label that she may have. I want to I do a, a quick shotgun through all the other girls, mm. okay? Venus 
and like you said earlier, there's something about Venus. I love someone who tries. I love someone <laughs> that just gives it gives it their all, even uh-huh. if they can't do it. And Venus is coming, like week week by week, mm-hmm. she is showing. She's showing up. She's just the got this bitch glimmers. is a hard worker. She's showing up. I love the bit where she was like, I mean, it's all about romance, but then all of a sudden, there's violence. That like made me laugh. <laughs> that was good. That's great. And then we have Kid and Caboodle. And I, I felt like, the, you know, Kid and Caboodle, which is kind of her challenge, but there was something about her recycling some, some of the the materials that we just previously mm-hmm. saw that mm-hmm. just made me go, oh, please don't be a one-trick pony. Come she, on, girl, you got this. She was fab, but she could have done without the tap dance because yeah. we'd just seen a tap dance. Amy Onse was exactly how she was last week. <laughs> she was just like, I'm going to give you volume. I'm going to give you drama, yeah, mama. I'm yeah. going to give you over and beyond. And there was just yeah. an extravagance to her. I mean, but she is extravagant. Oh, she is from the house of extravagance. She really is. Rather you give too much than not enough. Mm. And then we have um, Melinda. Melinda was going for it. Melinda's like a Duracell bunny. She was full of energy. She was like, I think I think with Melinda, she's experienced, especially last week, some really good positive validation, um, specifically directed at her energy and her personality. And so this week, she's like, right, going to keep bringing that. Did you just love it? And she did. She really, really did. She was like, oh, oh, OTT, mm. chick. Mayhem, got it. You want it? Here it is. You want Mayhem Miller? She, she gave here. it. She mm. gave it. Um, I also was really impressed by Luna Dubois. And I'll tell you why mm-hmm. is that I think Ma- was it being in the bottom, but she was giving much more than she, she was, was giving last week yeah. in the Maxi. And maybe it was her just really trying to, you know, to give more. It was good to having see. tasted a lip sync. I thought Kiki did something similar. I thought Kiki was a bit more determined to give a yeah. bit more. Yeah, Kiki was there. Uh, do you know who actually made me laugh as well? Nero. You know what? Nero did not get near enough time <laughs> i wanted i wanted more nearer yeah because every single clip that we got of nearer for me was genius and i was like give me more i want more of their character the whole little you know rhinoplasty thing going on I, she kind of had me at the beginning i was enjoying her i wanted more yeah. i wanted more of nearer absolutely but then aurora i'm just again falling more and more in love with this i love it when very people good, just she? really just throw themselves into a moment yeah yeah um so yeah, but the winner of the mini challenge is It's Melinda. Melinda. And she did give the most. She really did. Oh, she gave more. <laughs> she she gave more than the yard. She did for. a Britney. Gimme, give gimme give more. Gimme more. Gimme more, more, more. Because of that, now everyone, the maxi challenge this week is they have to form their own girl group. And I love that. And mm. the girl group is going to be headlining a festival called Oh She Gang. And of course, it's a fictional. Mm. They have to do the lyrics, the styling, the choreography. And Melinda, having won the mini challenge, is a team captain. And mm. Luna, having survived lip sync, is going to be the team captain. So there's two captains here. Let me read up the names. And we'll just talk about these groups really quickly. Melinda chooses Kiki, Kitten, and Beyonce. And the girlfriend experience. Mm-hmm. Luna chooses Venus, Aurora, Nera, and Denim by default because she mm-hmm. was the last person. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about these teams? I think Melinda certainly went through a very personality-based team. The only one who's like a slight anomaly in there is GFX. Because obviously, not saying she's not got a personality, she's got a fab personality. But she's not had a chance to shine outside of being gorgeous just yet. You know? Um, Which is interesting. But there we go. Like, I'm really looking forward to seeing how she adapts to this mix of queens. Um, What did you think about the other team? Luna... 
Venus, Aurora, Nera, Denim. I mean, she just, she picked the, the pretty young queens. Let's be real. She, yeah. Yeah, she, she and went as a for, young queen herself, as yeah. a fashion girl herself, she went straight to the comforts community of what she knows. I think Luna had a look in mind. And she's a fashion girl, so she's very visual. Mm-hmm. Um, so Denim, as the last picked, gets to assign. So two songs, I don't know what they sound like, but one is about heartbreak, one is about heart. heart so Melinda's group, Melinda's group, uh, Melinda's group is doing the heartbreak song, mm-hmm. and then Luna's team's doing heart br- heartbeat. Which one would you go for? Um, heartbeat. I'd go for heartbreak. It's so much more fun. Wow. Tom, we're just very different people, aren't we? <laughs> some of us love love and some of us just want to break it. Some of us are, you some... know, really jaded, um, demoralized and beaten down by love, frankly. And we need to channel that into something. I'm all about the love, Tom. I just love love. <laughs> I just love loving. You just live, laugh, love. I, I'm very interested in these groups. I'm, I'm very, what I'm also interested in is the girlfriend experience being how she's going to find her place amongst Melinda, Kiki, Kitten and Emianza because I would not put her th- I would not put her there I would have thought that she definitely would have gone with the team of Luna but I think this could be really refreshing for her I think my hope for GFX is that she finds what she's been looking for this competition so far and brings herself out of this like self-confidence funk that she's stuck in first performance mm-hmm. of the girls um on the maxi stage now what i want to do is i want to blend the i'll know to what we think uh-huh. from the rehearsals and just say where you're doing your evaluation or mm-hmm. your appreciation okay. of the performances the first that we've just seen now we'll just watch the vixens and the vixens are melinda kiki kidding kabuto g fix and amy yonce uh-huh. um let's just talk about it mm. i think it was good vibes what do you think about first of all what do you think about the look um, there's quite good cohesion across it. You know, there's very like uh, black and sort of neon green that I'm impressed they were able to pull together. Um, Kiki and Melinda, I can't see the green. No, I mean, but they're more like black and silver, so they're the other end of the color spectrum. Oh, here. okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I love um, it. But yeah, they're, they're all looking pretty gorgeous, and I, they look like a girl group. Let me talk about the opening shot. The opening shot, they starting already on stage. Your heartbeat, mm-hmm, heartbeat, mm-hmm. baby. And they're already there. For me, A, there's two things. It's quite awkward. Someone's just standing there getting ready to go. Okay. Unless the the lights are dimmed. Uh-huh. And then they kind of, as the music starts, the lights turn on. Mm-hmm, and then they're mm-hmm. just like, bam. That's not what I saw. But hey, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That was the choice. Can I ask you who your standout was? Yeah, I can tell you straight away. It was Amy Onse. I loved Amy Onse in this. Not only was she standing up, I loved what she was wearing. There's something about like the pixie green heart and the hair. Mm. I mean, she's just, I loved her. I loved her. And my second was Melinda. Yes, I would agree, actually. I thought Mm -hmm. they were the two standouts here. I thought they had the most stage presence. I particularly loved Amy's verse, all the flavor that she brought. I think she had the best track, like the music. She chose the right verse. I would have fought for that, too. Definitely, because she had a completely different feel to everybody else in terms of rhythm and everything. Yeah. Uh, Amy was my main standout here, but I thought Melinda just has fantastic stage presence and energy mm. as well. Yeah. She's just like, she's always like there giving it 100%, isn't she? 
she? She is absolutely there. Now, I do want to say that in terms of the ensemble and the choreography, mm-hmm. you know, it was very obvious who were the dancers or not even dancers, but who picked it up. Who picked up the choreography? For me, there are two people in particular who struggled with maybe keeping it cohesive and together and mm-hmm. kind of drew my eye. And that was the girlfriend experience. And the uh, kid and caboodle. Yeah, unfortunately, it was, it was literally yeah. just them two. Mm. A bit, a bit early in the movement, maybe a bit forgetful in some areas, um, and was just going through the movements of choreography and not really sitting into the movements. Mm. Do you know there's a difference between like doing the move and just really feeling it and and, and, and giving it and giving that movement, yeah, purpose. And I did see that throughout their performance. Uh, if we were to go through beginning to the end, oh, also in rehearsals, I just want to say I love Melinda. Girl made them audition. I know, right? She made them <laughs> audition for their spots. I was like, <laughs> that mini challenge and being high last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, this M- Melinda is not playing around. She's like, okay, everyone, five, six, seven. No, that, that wasn't sharp enough there. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know what her criteria was in selecting the, you know, the placements of people. Because for me, I would have kept Amy on say, having seen the final product, mm-hmm. Amy on say and Kiki for me would have been front and center yeah yeah if they were in center they were close to center they were tight so as to keep your Mm -hmm. eye visually you know glued to the front Mm. Uh, it's not it's it's just to say that i can tell that this is what they do yeah yeah and there was confidence in there and also when you're not a confident dancer you do want people in front of you because you want the cues you yeah. the, I'm confused and you can also like semi pick up on okay I'm forgetting but their arms moving this oh that's mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. it it gives you cues to really carry on the choreography when you're not so confident so it, it, you, it's almost doing a disservice to someone by putting them in the front yeah. when when they aren't really confident in in choreography so yeah, I don't know yeah. yeah I don't know what her audition process was <laughs> The criteria were her you're own. You're pretty. You're pretty. You two in the front. I, and was, I think that I think that literally was it. She was she was keeping the the criteria to herself, but mm. there were criteria. I loved Amy Onse's reaction where she was like, um, "Oh, you can be diva, but you can be over diva." I mean, I, I love that Amy Onse was just like, ah. uh-huh, "Excuse, excuse me. your mouth." But then you know she was sorry. Sorry, my name is Amy Onse. It's not. It's not Kiki. It's oh, not, it's not. My name's Amy Onse, not A. No. Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a kelly her name's based off beyonce i mean yeah. beyonce only knows at center so mm-hmm. I, I you know if she's carrying on the tradition of keeping true to beyonce she was to be like uh excuse your mouth she certainly proved herself didn't she um and i guess absolutely it- she did she was badass she was a superstar in her verse love the bilingual so much energy mm. so much power she was just badass when it was her time in center yeah. she was beyonce oh totally she totally bl- and she let you know what i kept, love it what i kept thinking about gfx was um it just kind of made me a bit sad because i saw a real contrast in confidence versus the real like power and sensuality that she had in the shimmering showgirl bit of the first uh episode where i thought she was a real standout that she seems to struggle to pick up on choreo but when she's doing her own thing she she can light the stage up but um also, the recording process was really hard for her and I really felt for her because she spoke of how, um, as a trans woman, um, 
focus on her voice can elicit dysphoria. So I really liked how encouraging and uplifting Rev was. I thought that was really lovely. And I actually thought her verse was beautifully written and I loved the delivery in the end. So I thought she really, really did fantastically there. Lyrically? The JFX had the best verse. Like, if I was at karaoke, I would fight to do her verse. Yes, I would yes. fight for it because I was like, okay, no, 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 I'm, mm. I'm, I'm JFX, because it was just so flowy. Yeah, it was the rhythm was good, and I was mm-hmm. just like, it's such a verse that you can put your badass energy into it. Yeah, you put yourself into it, and it just sounds good. At the end of the day, it sounds bloody good. So I want to give her that. Yeah, yeah. I, I could tell that choreography was not her forte. Mm. Um, because she didn't give me that confidence when it was her verse for me. She didn't. And when she was doing certain movements, I was just like, she's just doing it and not really milking into it. Yeah. 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 I think just thinking about everybody else as well, Kitten, Kitten was, like you say, maybe not the strongest in the group choreo, but I just don't think this is her forte. And I think she really did her best and brought some great humor to it. I think it was more. I think this. I think performing is her forte. I think the genre. That's it. That's it. I think it was the genre that she just didn't really like. Mm, this she, isn't my thing. I'm she, more. I'm more lovey. Yeah, she brought the kitten energy though, and she was very funny in her verse. And Kiki, all I can think about with Kiki is like Kiki was just like solid. Yeah. Oh, Kiki was good. Yeah, Kiki, Kiki was, was solid. Good. She was going back to kitten. I don't think she had the energy. I'm sorry. Oh. Um. For me, kitten had such a sultry her and gfx had such a sultry like delivery in it and you don't have to do too much if you just held your space and felt that vibe and mm. just looked straight at the camera or the judges and we're just like i'm gonna give you pussy <laughs> and that's what you can do and and there's so much power in holding your space mm. and delivering with that face and and I didn't get it from Kitten. I'm sorry. Even the even there's a part where she does the whole kicking, kicking like kicking you out or get the mm. fuck out. That was one part where she could have shown a contrast and energy from like being sultry and then back get the hell out. Mm. And I just didn't feel. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel like she was kicking me out. Like I should have felt intruded. I should have felt like oh she, oh like, I get that it. was bad. She did say in the like you say though in the rehearsals though that she's more of a lover than a fighter. So it, it, this was hard for her to connect with, I think. Mm. And then if who was Kiki was good. Kiki was solid. She was solid. Solid. She was she was solid. Her mm. verse was great. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't think that clown move made me I don't know if it made me laugh or cringe. <laughs> I think that because her it was just too on the nose for okay, me. Okay, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just uh, too Tracy on the nose. Tracy pulled a face at her as well. Well, oh, did she? Yeah. It was just too on the nose. And when you look that sexy and your and your verse is so badass, and then all of a sudden you're doing that clown move, it was just a disconnect in the vibe. Mm. Um, there's there are other ways of doing clown, and I, that for me was too much on the nose. But she was great and she was amazing. We haven't really talked about Melinda. Melinda started the show bloody confident melinda is confidence mm. she she was living her best life i mean she had so much fun so much passion she owned her moment and mm. i and i can just tell that she loved it and and that was it not just in her sing not just in her solo but like when i saw her in the ensemble mm-hmm. i could see that she was on and it, even in the ensemble there are certain people who were always you couldn't catch them off. It was Melinda, Kiki, and Amy Onse. They're very tight. Whenever you could see them in the wide shot, they were on, yeah. always on. And you got to give them their props for that. Those three were the standouts. If um, 
if I had to do the bottom two from this group, it would be Kitten and the G-Fix. I would agree with that. Next up, we have the Lug Bugs. The Lug Bugs. The Lug Bugs. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, Luna's the captain. We've got Dinner. We've got mm-hmm. Aurora. We've got Near Enough. And we've got the lovely Venus. Mm. Uh, Tom, talk to me. Talk to me. Who's what the- do you think you know about performance? Let's hear it. I know a lot of things, actually. I think I could teach you a thing or two. I think you should listen to me from now on. <laughs> I do want to say, first of all, I'm hating that the judges are getting so much screen time throughout both of these Yeah, don't tell us what to think. Don't tell us what to think, guys. Uh, yeah, don't do that. There's just too much. It's like, these girls are rehearsing and doing so much to give you a performance. And mm. why are they getting half, why is half or almost a quarter of their performance, your faces. I don't yeah, need to see don't that. Need that. We get a whole I don't need segment. To see that. I don't need to see that. I don't need get, to see we that. We get a whole, you know, segment of you showing us what you think. Yeah. But we you let us watch and appreciate the performances because it just takes so much of the flow away. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to start with my favourite of this one, and it was Aurora Matrix. Oh, Aurora. She was fantastic. Aurora was the Beyonce hair. Hands, so good. Hands bloody down. Interestingly... She, the girl with the last verse killed it in both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they chose I, the right moment. They really did. Aurora. She this was, is the moment that counts. <laughs> the moment the words that counts. Of Thank um, you. Thank she was you. on all the I'm time. I'm here on I Tip Your Waitress. Go on. <laughs> she was on all the time. She was full of energy and pep and she was smiling. She was like a little pop star. And her own verse was so like rapid fire. Uh, I just thought she was fab. Loved her little outfit, a little sort of Moschino meets Cher Horowitz outfit. She was giving me firecracker. Mm. She was, she is a superstar. Aurora, you are amazing. I got my eye on you. You mm. look good. You look good. Except she actually looks really she good. She looks really good. <laughs> Your verse was great. Did you? Did she rhyme me with me? Oh, I don't know. Do you know, I'm going to admit, people have maybe picked up on this before, I find it really, really hard to look at what they're doing and listening to what they're doing at the same time. It's just really hard. Yeah, it is. It's difficult. Yeah. So it's like, I couldn't tell you about her lyrics. It's like, you know, models, it's really hard that they have to walk and then there's a turn. And look fierce. And, and wear clothes. And then they have to do a turn at the end. It's really hard. It's, it's not easy. It's not easy, is it? It's not Thank easy. you for acknowledging my struggle there. If she did the whole, if she did a blue hydrangea and rhymed me with me... I mean, you know, rhyming home with home. I think even Spinky Spanky Jackson did, it, did the she? same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. There is such a... English, there's such so much out there in well, the words. Well, cut some slack because she was so amazing. Oh, but she was bloody Get good. Get her back, you meanie. Yeah. Um, who else stood out for you in this? Nira. I thought Nira was great. This Nira. is a really good moment for Nira. Nira was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, time to show them that I'm a performer. Go to... Turns, she did sways. Mm-hmm. She, I even loved her jump into like a little squat, yeah, with a booty. I loved it. She was confident, she was beautiful. Her movements, the way that she moves, is a choreographer's dream. She was great, she wasn't understands she? her body, she knows how to give shapes, she knows how to give angles, yeah. she knows how to give beauty and dance. And I can always. Love that. Serving I appreciate a bit of, yeah, that. Serving a bit of baby spice or something. But yeah. like baby spice who's taking a bit of speed. Um she looked she was she looked great, she performed great, really impressed with Nira today. Denim really struggled in rehearsals, but what I saw in her verse mm-hmm. is her really owning it. She gave yes. you a James Manfield role. 
I love the Roly Poly. So I I'm always that. here for a Roly Poly. I really also, I also really liked her verse. Her verse was like really nice. It was it's true a... to her, I thought. Hmm. It was true to her as a conceptual out there camp funny yeah. clownish queen um so I, I i really liked her verse itself i did think maybe in the wide shots i saw her struggling a bit with the group choreo yeah it's not you don't think you saw i saw it with my eyes didn't yeah. i i should believe them yeah yeah okay. she was i think if someone was protected with the editing of this with all the sharp changes of the angles and all of a sudden someone's singing but there's a close-up of someone else or a lot of judges <laughs> Sure, they were protecting denim. She got the Gottmik in the disco challenge. Um, oh, Gottmik was protected she got the, in that. She one. got the Gottmik edit here. She absolutely did because I could even I could see that she was off I, a lot. I did love her look though. She's giving me Cindy Lauper house down boots. Cindy Lauper makes a guest appearance in Gem and the Holograms. Yeah. But some people aren't meant for the ensemble. Maybe that's denim. Denim owned her moment. Yeah. She owned her solo. She's, she's solo, and artist. she's like, "Well, I'm not an ensemble. Sorry, so I don't." <laughs> Don't know why I have to blend in because <laughs> I, I am I am a Beyonce. Why am I up here with these other girls? No, right, let's talk about who was Luna. Now Luna was serving me Bassimo bass. Mm. Like to really very honest, her verse was giving me bridge vibes and not really a verse. Like I really think that we could have heard her verse near the end before before Aurora something like slow and mm. and very bassy and. Ooh, just, did you see keep it tight? Da, da, that da, kind da, of da, thing. Da. Yeah, something about that. But the second half of her verse was great. She sped it up, gave I, energy, I, gave I this, gave that. that. Well. Yeah, the first yeah. part was just very. For me, it was too soon to be going so slow. For me, it's like she came to life halfway through her verse. Mm. She really did, and I really enjoyed that bit. And did I see? her miss the first chest bump in the beginning before <gasps> not dinner. the chest bump maybe she did it but then she realised then she gave like a quarter chest bump I don't know I only noticed that because I could see the the domino effect that they're going for and Venus had it and her opposite was Luna so I was like mm. oh something's going on there um yeah next up we got venus venus is giving me one of my favorite looks she's giving me very like mia jovovich in the fifth element runs off to star in a cabaret in vegas yeah that's the storyline right there um that's what she's giving me what did you think of her performance i think that she was confident yeah yeah okay i liked her energy that was my favorite part of her energy and her confidence she the energy the confidence was the eye Mm, she did this jump and then she landed with bent knees. So I saw you flinch at that moment. I did. I did flinched. Flinch? Um, because what she should have done is if you've got to jump, then you should be landing on straight legs. Not just a straight leg. One hip could even be higher than the other. Oh. Aesthetically, with dance, that's what you should have done. Watch everyone. Watch watch Beyonce. Watch watch any watch anyone that does that. Just Beyonce it's jump. It's like, like you know whenever you do whenever it's just aesthetically unpleasing to see you jump and land with bent knees. And so the <laughs> so, beauty about sorry, this, let's sorry compare, Venus, your whole performance is just no. garbage, Mama. Because that moment, because Nira did a jump, but she landed in a squat, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. how you—that's how you would turn it into something beautiful. But if you're gonna jump, girl, like you can buy new knees. <laughs> Just <laughs> land. I was thinking that you kind of into your knees if you jump in. Well, heels, so, well, then, well then, legs, right? then, then I would have said take that out to do something. Or else. get prosthetic legs. And then she had this amazing 
verse with the line where she goes, um, I heard you want to see the delicious candy mm-hmm. per it on me. And I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. She just mixed up the flow of her verse. Yeah. And then she stopped. She goes, do you want to see? Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to see? Like, I just thought that she had just had like a, a rap. And then that would have been such a good opportunity to go with that flow. That's how it could have gone. And I just felt like, ooh. It so, was turning into something so amazing, but she yeah. was a great performer, confident, competent performer, owned her moments. It was just these little tweaks that could have just made her mm-hmm. top for me, for yeah. me. That's it. There we go. So we've not seen the runway yet, but we've seen both bands and I kind of feel like we've gone through it and we've got kind of, we've got like two girls who are really strong in each group, two girls who struggled a bit or had moments that would take them out of the running and put more towards the bottom and like two girls who were like solid and safe do you know yeah. what i mean like one in each who was your favorite which uh, group uh my favorite um who um really hard to say it is I'm making it? lots of noises now aren't i um i was just all i can say is that amy Yonce and aurora were my favorites yeah for me it was more performers than performance I don't think it'll be f- uh, fair to judge in teams today. I think they should judge across the whole spectrum because there was such clear, there was just like a shuffle in each of them. You know, I, I couldn't say one was better than the other. Okay. But my two favorite girls are Amy Onsay and Aurora. What about you? Absolutely. I mean, Amy Onsay, Aurora are the top two this week. And we Without said- a doubt. Without a doubt. And who's in trouble? It's going to be Kitten. Mm-hmm. GFX, mm-hmm. Luna, those are the three. Yeah, yeah. Um, not Denim. Denim won't be anywhere near the bottom. Denim, I liked her solo. For me, Denim owned her solo, mm-hmm. and she was bad in the ensemble. Uh, if Denim's in the bottom, I would be like, okay. But I think that she held her own. There may be I in think- the solo. Other girls who will kind of like vie for that high spot could be like Melinda. Melinda and Nera. Nera, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, I want you to direct your attention to our fashion guru no, and expert. I... That is Dr. Tom. Never claimed to be that. Dr. Never Tom. to be that. Where we go now into fashion. 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 What is it? Who is she and why? She is pure white couches. Let's look for the evidence, shall we? She is Chanel. She's Versace. Gucci. Is it fashion or fashion? <laughs> Let's see. Well, the category is sunglasses on the runway. Sunglasses I at wear night. my sunglasses at night. Sunglasses at night. Yeah. You know the song, right? Nope. Okay. First up, we've got Aurora. <laughs> Talk to me, Tom. Aurora looking gorgeous as usual. Um, I just love this because it's this wonderful blend of like camp and chic because the dress itself is clinging to her lovely frame. This gorgeous scarlet, which I feel like is her signature color at this point, even though she's actually worn a range of color palettes. I love the fetishy elements of the boots and the gauntlets and just how cute it is the way it's just hanging off those fabulous sort of day Medna sunglasses. Like mm. she just looks fantastic. Six. Unless. Unless. Uh, Luna? 
Luna's serving something. Like, she's a real feast for the eyes. There's like that was a, a read. No, I mean, there's like a lot to take in is what I'm what saying. What is she serving? She's certainly, um, serving something? I'm saying it in the sense that, like, I'm curious. I'm interested. I'm looking. Because, like, I feel like there's a clashing elements here, which is always interesting. There's, like, this hard, like, biker chick element with, like, a kind of almost flamenco-ish ruffle in the skirt and the, the kind of high collar. I think this is cute. It's interesting. Definitely. I think it's nice. Mm. I think it's nice. It's different. It's unusual. I think she's really pretty with the cropped hair. Near enough. This is cool from Nera. Like, I'm wondering, like, I still feel like she's a chameleon from week to week and there's something different. But this is cool. It's, it's almost like an Elia-esque um, piece. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I love the deep aubergine purple of these sequins. She's showing off a lovely shape. Is clinging to her curves. The cutouts are interesting. There's a train. There's a hood. I think this is nice. This is um, the most like glam I've seen her so far. But like, I love the kind of the little twist of the hood and things. I do like this look. Mm. I do love the look. Next up, we've got denim. I think this is really fab. This is why we have denim on the show. There's a reason why denim rhymes with fashion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, she's serving concepts and looks, and she's. She's just so, like, out there, but in the most wonderful way. The wigs have eyes. <laughs> and you better still not look them in it. <laughs> that was very good. You made me spill my drink. Um, she's giving us, like, 90s raver. She's giving me... Do you remember that song? Um, I want a little puppy in it. Oh, no, it wasn't a little puppy. <laughs> that was the Smurfs version. <laughs> Pooper, pooper scooper. <laughs> God. Do you remember... Uh, I want to, to, to. It was a song about weed, anyway. So they didn't have that in my country, Tom. Mara, marijuana. Do, 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 it's not popular culture. I want did, to be a hippie and I want to get stoned. They didn't Mara, have popular no. marijuana. They didn't have popular culture in my country, girl. Like we, we never heard of Ariana Grande. No, no. no she says we're in an Ariana Grande look. Just two years ago, I'd never heard of Beyonce. <laughs> Come through, plastic tiara. Um, um, I sorry, think this is on. just amazing. This is so so good. Just the idea, the concept, the execution, everything is so good. Love what Denim's done. Um, and next up, we've got... We've got Venus giving us a Terminator reference. So she's giving very, I'll be back. I was getting more um, Back to the Future, the old guy. Mm. But, you See know. it in the hair. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the the kind of like light up, the, the iconic sunglasses with the cyborg guy behind oh, it is very much okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger in, in Terminator. Um fantastic you know it, there's a reveal to, to fabulous body i love the the point of view and the reference and the fun of this definitely yeah, yeah. The, the outfit underneath is it super complex no but it's fun and i'm enjoying watching her in her performance what's complex is that body mm. i'm sure it doesn't just happen in venus we appreciate she you. says she works hard she, she works hard for the body um, this is fab from Amy Onse. I think we're going to get Upperlands from Amy Onse every single this week. This is giving me Emerald City. Well, our second little uh, Emerald City reference, but I'm also getting like the vibe is very like Louis XIV in, in Versailles kind of thing, um, but with her own twist on it. Uh, I think this is fab, so opulent, so stoned. The, the coat is fantastic. I'd love to wear that coat myself. Just a pop to the Asda, you know. I love it. I'm loving what Girlfriend Experience is doing here because it's giving me very Madonna with Jean-Paul Gaultier. Do you remember that picture of Madonna just with boobs out? 
wearing Jean-Paul Gaultier on the runway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Madonna's got fabulous boobs. Girlfriend Experience has got fabulous boobs. So show them off. Um, Really fetishy, very like John Willie. Um, I enjoy this a lot. I think she looks gorgeous. She looks edgy. Um, Love it. Now, Melinda comes out and she says that she's specifically referencing the music video for Sunglasses at Night. Now, the best I can think is um, the singer Corey Hart, I think it was. I think he wears a white shirt in the video and he's sitting in a car or something. Um, and I think that's what she's taken and run with it to create this sort of blouse dress. And like, I love her mind. You know, there was a, there's a concept here. But the, the look itself is quite chic and wearable. Probably not as elevated as some of the other ones on the runway, but very, very kind of chic and wearable. Mm-hmm. Um, another reveal here from Kit and Caboodle. This is just camp. I love it. She's like some kind of um, Doctor Who villain to reveal an absolute dominatrix underneath um, with that lovely kind of comedic Kit and Caboodle twist, but certainly looking very sexy. Her shape is gorgeous. I love the way that the latex is clinging to her. Um, I mean, there's a sexy. This is dominatrix yeah. sexy, and with, I love this other camp twist. You know, mm, yeah, exactly. Staying true to herself. Love to see her embracing the side of herself. Really, really good. But this is my favorite of the week, Kiki Ko. Like, what is this? This is beautiful. Bloody hell, this, this Kiki! Is amazing. Like, as she says, she's like a kind of mariachi blended with. She says club kid. I very much do get Lee Bowery from this. Kiki, no one on that judging panel is qualified. No. To to judge you. I'm sorry. They should put their judging judgments back on the rack because they're unqualified they to are reveal them. Qualified to judge you. No one is Kate, no one is qualified to judge I mean, you are just this is just I cannot. I mean, you can see the vi- the ISIS vibes, can't you? They collaborate on a lot of their fashion projects. Like Kiki and ISIS collaborate to make a lot of pieces. And the, I, I, the, she's her own queen. This is very much Kiki, but in the same family, if that makes sense. Just I'm like loving. the hat, the proportions, the bow, that delicate kind of mustard on white with those brush strokes in the print absolutely sumptuous and beautiful so gorgeous like she wins the runway this week oh there is no competition on the runway i can't wait I'm sorry. for it to be in a sewing challenge bloody hell she's amazing yeah she is just a deity i mean oh i love it so nothing changes because the maxi challenge always remains for me number one and when it comes to the fashion and the runway that's the decider for me who wins and who's the bottom yeah for me the tops were aurora and amyonce whose fashion did i appreciate this week amyonce's if i had to choose it's, one i lean I a little more towards aurora but ah. this, is, this is our taste because i love simplicity mm. and you love like maximal opulence yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean i am who i am and I, I would never change you. I've tried and failed. So I, at this point, I will never change you. And the bottom for me remains the same. Who did we say for the bottom? Sorry. GFX, Killing Caboodle. And we also said uh, Luna Dubois. Yeah. All gorgeous on the runway this week, but um, not enough to lift them out. And just will the runway help you decide who else will be in the top three, apart from uh, Emiance and... Because we said our other no, favorite. I, I give my, my, I, I think, 
I put more emphasis on how people apply themselves in the moment and the challenge given to them. Yeah, yeah. Where I feel like the runway people do get a little bit of time and sometimes a lot of the product that they display mm. isn't their own. And it's not to say that they should be faulted for it or, you know, not praised for it, but I do put more emphasis on the maxi challenge because it's, it's yeah. them in the moment. What I'm saying, though, is that we also thought that Melinda and Nero had the capacity to be high. Does the runway edge one of them into the top three over the other? Uh, Nira. I think so too. Nira. Yeah. I love the look. Congratulations, Aurora. Yes. Yeah. We have, I'm rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. So she's our third winner of the season. I do want to say that for me, it was so close. Like Amy on say, the, uh, it could have been yours. I'd have been happy with either. I'd have been happy with either winning. Um, but there we go. Aurora did win this week. My thoughts are, congratulations. My thoughts are, I don't know why the how Kiki's down there in the bottom. The, very, the- very confused by that. I thought that was very, very strange because she, not only was she solid in the challenge. She... Ate the runway. The runway was spectacular. Even if she bombed, I would have let the runway elevate her at the bottom. Anyway, we did have a golden beaver moment, didn't yes. we? Yes. So um, Kikiko is down there with GFX and Kitten, which we're less surprised by those two girls. They definitely felt more out of their element in, in the challenge. Um, and who does Aurora save? Kitten. Sorry. No. <laughs> that was your instinct, I think. Um, she saves Kiki, and for me, yes, Kiki doesn't belong on the bottom. So I would definitely, I agree with that. But for me, my mind goes to we have the snatch game, and mm-hmm. we have a queen of improv and comedy there. This may be, you know, you she may be in your debt if you save her now, but but Kiki did not deserve to be in the bottom. That's so I'm it. glad that she chose Kiki. That's where my mind goes. I thought it was actually preposterous that Kiki was in the bottom three. Much as I adore Kitten and thought that, you know, you know she's got a win under her belt. Girlfriend experience. I actually feel a real sense of sadness at the moment with, with GFX because we've just watched the lip sync as well, haven't we? Yeah. So there's a real sense for me that she's going through it in some way. I'm not. I'm not trying to like excuse a poor performance but there's a genuine sense that something has really rocked her there's something in her self-esteem that she's really struggling with and she's she's had a defeatist attitude now because what did you think of the lip sync i think that very much what we have seen so far in her with last week's maxi performance with the improv Mm. with this week's mini challenge I don't think she, for me, I don't think that she fought. I don't think there was any fight. Mm. I don't think she knew the lyrics. I think it kind of, there was a carryover with the whole, well, if I lose, it's because I didn't try. And it's a bit disappointing, for me, it's a bit disappointing, but I'm, I'm wondering, is there more to this? There is more to it. And I think she gives a clue in Untucked. She said that the girlfriend experienced the drunk persona and the person behind that are kind of one and the same. So when she hears a critique that's like, we didn't like this about your performance, what she kind of hears is you don't like me. I think she takes it in a very global way. And she's very vulnerable to criticism of her drag persona in that way, which is a real shame because 
this is what happens on this show. It is a reality show. It's all about criticism. It's a competition. It's not, yeah, this is not a show where you're going to get praised a lot. I actually feel right now, like, I really feel for her and I feel sad for her. And I don't, I don't I actually don't judge her too harshly for this performance. Outside of that, I do want to say, it's not just the fact that her performance for me, and it was, it was a lackluster. She didn't know the it's not to say that the only reason that Kitten won is because of that. Kitten fought. Bitch was doing turns. She was, yes, yeah, she turn, turn, turn. She was giving, she was doing everything. And I love that. That's, it's not her thing, but she fought. And so I, Kitten was, for me, amazing. Kitten I'm so proud and I love yeah. that. And it's what I want to. See. It's what we all want to see. Not not to lazily compare queens, yeah. But I just think she's given me Spanky Jackson at the moment in the sense that I think she's got her weakest week out of the way, and there's going to be like a real rising trajectory. We're going to see her in a bunch of comedic challenges, and she's really going to shine. In any universe, the song would have played in GFX's favor. It was sexy. It was yeah. a sexy synth pop song. So. In any universe, this song wasn't for Kitten, but mm. Kitten made sure that she went out fighting. For me, the winner of the lip sync and who should be staying is Kitten Caboodle. You? I agree. As we predicted, congratulations, Kitten, for staying. And we do want to say goodbye to one of our, as she said it, most beautiful queens on oh, the show. Really, really gorgeous. I just, the GFX, the girlfriend experience. Something about this experience the drag race experience didn't work for gfx she's clearly mm. like a gorgeous and talented person this just wasn't the right setting to showcase her talents but i think she's earned a legion of fans from this i know there's a lot of excitement about her so i do i do hope that she goes on to to do great things absolutely now there's some drama next week that we saw from the preview so i couldn't see who it was i couldn't figure out who it was. somebody's angry anyway someone's angry someone's and it's pissed. a design challenge so kiki so, can we just say it now kiki's winning next week your win is coming kiki yeah yeah good redemption story yeah 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 um everyone join us canada's drag race season four with bolo and dr tom this is bolo and dr tom we'll see you guys next week lots of love guys see you soon